Yo, it's the Stupidly Small Podcast for Thursday, December 11, 2014. I'm Stu Farrell and joining I is you. Hi, Lauren Clark. <laughs> hey, Stu Farrell. You excited? Almost party time tomorrow. We'll talk about that later on. It's stress time. It's, it's stressful. Very, it is a bit stressful. It's a bit stressful when you have a party and you don't know who's going to turn up and you know whether anybody's going to turn up and all that stuff. But everybody always does and you always have an absolutely awesome time. They better. Mm. And they better. Mm. Mm. Uh, hey. What? I uh, have a tiny bit of a confession to make to you. This is what I like. Finally, we're getting to the sort of podcast that I want to do. <laughs> Confessions. No. Late night. Up late night. No, it's oh. not up late night. This oh. is very early morning confession. Uh, I saw you yesterday. Was that you in the tree? No. In the bush. I thought I heard a rustling <laughs> as I emerged. No. Oh. Emerged from where? The spa. Oh, of my course. God. Wednesday no, spa day. you've got it all wrong. Oh. You've got it all wrong. Wednesday spa day. We better go back to talking about that at some <laughs> point. No, I saw you in the park walking your dogs yesterday. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't say hello. How nice. Thank uh, you. Well, no. And I Things just thought. Things are a bit fractious here at uh, no, no, no. the Big Headquarters. No, I actually saw you. It's interesting when you see somebody, isn't it, and they don't see you. This happens to me quite a bit. When you see somebody that you love and think, you know, like, like this happens with members of my family. Like if I see my sister just randomly in the street and she's over the other side of the road, and I see her going about her own existence and her own life by herself, I just have the most massive burst of affection for her. It's and I'm a pride like, that she can deal with life without you? I don't even know what it is. Mm. It's, 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 sort of, it's sort of that she doesn't know that I'm there watching her, yeah, exist in her in her own context and I and you kind of you kind of want to go hey hi and stuff but you also kind of want to watch well, and means, see her exist and they're not be putting on an act are they it's them that, maybe that's it it's uh, it's it's a uh, I think it was painters and doctors said in the raw you know it's the untainted yeah I mean you still got to put on an act because you're in public yeah. Actually, are you putting on But even act? that. But you're behaving yourself. Well, yeah, even that. Like I use my sister as an example because I saw her the other day in a work context mm. and um, I don't get to see that often. And some bloke came out and had a big chat to her and, and, and they spoke in this. And I was thinking the whole time I was like, oh, wow. I said, Clark, there's not enough fries. It's the lunch rush. <laughs> <What>? No? <laughs> no. Oh. No, they're talking about. Some inquest they worked on together oh, of or something. They were. But anyway, they were very it was just she wasn't even different. She wasn't even like it didn't she didn't transform into this whole different person or anything. Mm. But it was just getting a glimpse of of this person to to whom I'm very close being in a world that I'm not close to is a kind of interesting thing. It's something that in your solipsistic way, you don't actually get to well, you don't even contemplate that much. Mm. Anyway, this is not why I didn't say hello. The reason I didn't say hello is I was on my way to gym. Right. How is gym? Amazing. Great. And I was dressed in gym clothes, Mm. little bit self-conscious, so there was an element of that. If I was out walking the dogs, as you say I was, where you were spying on me, I would have been in a a workout type of tire situation myself. You were wearing a black parker. Well, I was wearing my perving equipment. We both were out doing our business. No, but I'm saying like there's you had nothing to be self-conscious about. But I'm wearing like 
gym stuff yeah. and I was late, like I always am, to everything. So you couldn't even late. yell from afar saying hello? I would have waved. I've, what have I said to you? I've seen you jogging in the past. I've said yes, never stop. Yes, never stop while jogging. That is a golden rule. I know you shouted at me once and I tried to stop and say hello. No, you said no, go, get never out of stop, here. Never stop a jogger just to say hello. It's that old uh, Everly Brothers song that, uh, and it rings true. <laughs> and never, this is one I learned in high school actually, never say hey to somebody riding past on a bike on a road. Yes, uh, oh I, I always get God. that myself because I, I live in a very high volume cycling area. I do tend to see people and they always stop if you say hi. But then... Is that a time no, where it it's wasn't okay a not to say hi? No, no, this wasn't a stop. This was like I was on the footpath. Right. I remember where I was standing because it was a terrifying thing. And I saw a guy that I know uh, riding past on a bike. And I said, Simon. And he turned, waved at me. And crashed. Yes. Yes. I mean, bad. <laughs> <clears throat> that goes back to yesterday's Obviously program. Bad. We were talking about extreme bloopers. You know, yeah. like if Simon had just gone, hi, Lucy, that would have been boop, take two. Right. Hi, Lauren. Right. But because he uh, T-boned into a car, <laughs> yeah. it was sort of worth it, wasn't it? It was a bus. But, yeah, um, he, was, he was fine. Okay, it was good. just a little bit of a like clunk kind but of But there, there are times when it's okay not to stop. Well, there's okay, well to give the thousand yards there and not acknowledge. Yeah. And one of them is consideration, as you're saying, for the – a person in a more physical situation where they're running, riding, yeah. or escaping. Yeah. And then the other time, is, <laughs> I would say, is if you're in a hurry, as you did with me, just cold shoulder, yeah. gave me the uh, complete brush off. Yeah. And I was talking, uh, where, was I talking to someone? How did you know you were talking to somebody? Because I was talking to someone in the park you yesterday. You were. Ah. You just finished. You sang bye bye, and you both seemed bye-bye. to be laughing at something. A bloke? Yes, he, do- well, no, not he was an older gentleman who yeah. I didn't know. Right, but he he um, took a shine to myself and to the pooches. <laughs> I think if, had I been an artist, he would have been a big supporter. And he was um, a lovely man. He wanted, and he was enamoured with the pooches. Right, um, he see, he decided he would stop me. See, that's interesting. When, Which, when you've got a do- when you've got dogs, that invites more stoppage than if you've if you. Don't. When you've got dogs, ordinarily you you keep the, you're trying to keep them apart from killing each other. Yeah. <laughs> or you just sort of look at each other and go, yeah, nice, <laughs> right? Hi. Yeah. But this guy wanted to engage. Yeah. And who am I to not engage? You know, I was in no hurry. I was, it wasn't like you, but I would prefer not to engage in the park. Right. Uh, but the third. The third one yeah. is when you've got someone you despise. Yeah. And when you're walking past someone you despise in the street, in the supermarket or whatever, yeah. do you <clears throat> make eye contact and deliberately not say hello or do you take out – do you go the wimp angle yeah. and pretend that you never saw the person and just go, hmm, and just sort of look slightly – beyond them or to the left of them if you're approaching each other? Or do you duck down another angle if it's in a supermarket? No. Do you know what you do? What? Engage in a really, really hilarious fake phone call. Oh, really? (laughs) My life is so much more interesting. I don't know who you're talking about. Mm. But say you say it was somebody, like I I had this once with a, a housemate. Didn't end well. He still owes me two grand. Mm-hmm. Name <laughs> that and shame? Sort of thing. No, mm. wouldn't do that. But um, I would. Yeah, I know. But he, I would see him every now and then and I would see him and we had lots of mates in common and blah, blah, blah. I'd see him in the 
in my peripheral vision and I would think I could engage, I could pretend I don't see him and put my head down but I kind of want to be the more like, you know, I need to kind of get my way out of here some other way mm. and I would I'd be with someone like some someone else some other so mate. you just turn and patch no no because it wasn't a it was never a romantic thing. no i mean but, but like it was to like, avoid the hello whoever no, no, you're with you just no, grab them you and just, plant you just them suddenly on the food entrance turned the food entrance is not a thing it was a one-time only gag it's not a gag welcome it's a to anybody who is coming to the podcast for the first time today Stu farrell accidentally called a mouth a food entrance it wasn't accidental a while ago, and it is it's a grossed thing. me out ever since. It is not medical. It is not anything. Could be medical. Anyway, I used to turn to whoever I was with and suddenly become that much more engaged in a conversation with them because it gave him a chance to bugger off and it, and it also meant that he wasn't like, you know, wondering whether he should come up and say hello because I was like sneaking past him or, you know, like it was mm. just a better existence. I think that's where talk to the hand comes in. That should be the international. We're talking about handshakes once upon a time in the show. Yeah. And talk to the hand, the full stop. Get out of here. Should be the international uh, language of do not approach, do not. Well, it is really, but it should be employed more often. Yeah. Get the hell away from me. You're not talking to me. Stop. Yeah. No, you can't do that. Because oh. that's, that's as wimpy as, that's as wimpy as sneaking, snaking away. That's not you're saying stop, get away from me. Yeah, well, that's kind of aggressive. But see, the, half the time, you know what? If I ever ignore somebody, usually it's not to do with me not liking them because I don't like most people. It's to do with my own self-consciousness. I don't like most people. No, I do like most people. Oh, okay. So if I'm on the – like this happens quite often on public transport. I'll see somebody in another carriage and I'll just see them out of my peripheral vision and I'll be like, yeah, but I'm – Sweaty because I've just come from the gym. It's or, a lot of coming from the gym with you. Or I'm, you know, I, I I don't have the emotional energy to have a conversation. I'm getting off in one stop. Like, you know, things that are, where it's, where I'm going to be in an awkward position. It's got nothing to do with that person over there is not a person I want to talk to. So in summary, basically you ignore people in the park, you ignore people on public transport and you're rude. Dude, you want to introduce a stop sign to tell people to go away. Hey, it's international signal. It's really not. Stupid. Now, Lauren, aside from you being uh, rude in parks and trams and everything we just discussed, uh, you're also a renowned uh, miser. And what? when it comes to uh, tipping... You. Look, I'm a former hospitality... Uh, Employee probably will be soon again, and um, we we rely on tips. Can you when you say things like that, you know people believe you. And well, when I say things, I mean it. So you know it's a bit of a two way street there. Say it and mean so it. So you think I'm Hear a miser? It and believe it. Oh well, I don't think you're a miser. You don't mean to be. I suppose misers are deliberately like that. So anyway, so we. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get killed. <laughs> Anyway, look, I'll, yeah. I'll take it back. You know, for years, yeah. the hospitality industry and the front of house staff mm. have blamed the public, okay, for under-tipping. Um, well, that, to be fair, in Australia, you uh, don't – no, 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 I know. You know. I know you've got a whole defence lined up here and you should deliver it because I remember hearing it for the first time from you and going, oh, okay. But I have always been under the understanding that it's different from the States in that you don't – 
the, the, there is a proper wage built into the blah, 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 you know. Yeah, well, that's slowly eroding, but um, that's true. It, it, it is a reward for good service. Yeah. Right? And the accepted standard yeah. in this country is 10% currently, right? It's the unwritten rule. But I, I, w- I would say rule. that's not right. I'd say most people wouldn't think about that. Unless you're going to a higher class establishment. You know, we would probably lift a little bit more. Yeah. I would but, say the base rate is 10% for decent standard. So you would tip 10% every time you get a meal somewhere? Good point. No. It depends. It's You tip here for specifically good service and good food. Right. You hit the 10% mark. And in a lot in a lot of instances, you don't tip. Whereas in the States, you would tip for almost anything. Yeah. Right? But my point is, yeah. it's been long put on the customer to be the tipper yeah. and to uh, understand the rules, to be generous and to acknowledge the service, especially when good. Now, mm. I was out dining last night. For some reason, Wednesday night seems to be my dining out night of choice. Mm. Uh, it, in fact, it was it was interesting because it seems to be the podcaster's uh, dining night out. You know, like Monday nights, hospitality night at the bars and restaurants, and they all get out. <laughs> Wednesday night seems to be the night where you see Why? the podcast. Why? You were listening to a podcast and... No, no, like they're just out. Like, hey, there's a such and such, there's Ira, there's, there's a few other people out and really? about. It was a nice evening. <laughs> so we all sort of high five, but we stay away and look at each other sideways while we're dining. You didn't give, you didn't give the universal symbol? Uh, what's that, like throw your, your peas in the no, air? No, you just said it. Talk oh, to the, the stop. No. I well, you to don't, you don't avoid Ira's eye. You say hi and then you, you dine on with your partner. Okay. You know. As you know, podcasting is an all-encompassing, all-enveloping thing. It's good just to get away from it. So when you see Ira or whoever else yeah. out there, yeah. you just want to—you want your own Sarah space. Koenig. The all of them, yeah. right? I think there was a This American Life Christmas party going on in the restaurant. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, yeah, I digress. Mm. So we we sit down, we eat, we enjoy the meal. Yeah, service is good. Lots of good advice. Lovely bottle of wine. All the rest of it. Okay. Go to pay. Now, this is where the system's falling down, and I am turning this around to you, yeah. right? Because under-tipping is becoming a thing, not because of the quality of service. Yeah. You know, when you yawn while I'm telling a story, that really is as bad as Sorry. someone yawning when... That's the second worst time you can yawn, in fact. <laughs> what, what do you think the first... <laughs> uh, is it in an intimate situation? It could be. Very much so. <laughs> if someone's yawning... You get that a lot, do you? Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry, baby, I just got sleep apnea. No, <laughs> I always hear that. Man, why do I always think Anyway, now. <laughs> sorry I yawned. Continue. What I hear that all about? the time as well. <laughs> now, yes. under-tipping is mm. becoming a problem, but because of the restaurants and right. the new payment systems and the staffing put in charge of handling the uh, FPOS machine. What are you talking about? <laughs> I think I hear that a lot as well, by the way. No, seriously, what are you talking about? Well, you, you get your bill. You go out to pay your your bill. Yeah. Your full intention you've got, I've had a great meal, yeah. great service. I'm going to pay for this yeah. and give a little bit to uh, Charlie over there. Yeah. Right? yeah. Get to the thing. Different person behind the counter doesn't, you know, doesn't seem to care about tips. Oh, right. Okay? Just wants to yeah. pump you out. Also, you put your card in, it doesn't give a tipping option. Yeah. Okay. They just give you the oh, bill. That happens a bit, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. So then you you you've got cash. You might have a little bit of cash. I mean, this is if you're lucky but enough I never to have, have cash. Yeah, that's right. If yeah. you're lucky enough to have cash on you. So what happens then is I had a fifty, a uh, twenty, and a ten. Uh, right in yeah. my wallet last night. Yeah. Um, the bill came to about 
uh, I think it was one twenty-five. Right? Whoa. Yeah. It was Wednesday? A cheap meal. Cheap meal. Yeah. Just for two. You got to remember, we had a lot of that was alcohol. Uh huh. Bottle of wine doesn't isn't cheap anymore. Yeah. A couple of glasses of prosecco to kick off the evening. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Eh. Always get to the menu at some point, don't we? <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> not, yes. Anyway, so I've gone. I I'm not going with the twenty here. Okay. Yeah. My dining companion had walked out. Yeah. So, because that would would have made it what a fifteen percent tip or something. Yeah. And I'm not doing the percentages, but I didn't think it was because you, you would, no, that's a pretty generous tip. Well, you throw a twenty down for a two hundred dollar bill on a normal Wednesday night, but not for a one twenty five. Yeah. So I've gone with the ten. You live such a different life for me. Yeah. I've gone with the ten. Yeah. And felt extreme guilt. The ten was sitting on the plate all alone. The 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 invoice, tax invoice had been picked up. Isn't it? It's just a tanner sitting there. Yeah. The waiter who had, had served us quite adamantly, adamantly, adamantly. adequately, <laughs> the yeah. word butcher in effect. Yeah. Walks out of the kitchen like uh, you know, while Bill Coyote came into a bar. They had those swing the doors. doors. Yeah. Oh. Slings, slings open the saloon door. Stands at the top of two stairs from the kitchen, looking down at me, and the tanner on the plate. And I look back at him, and he's just gone. He didn't go like that. You I know. What, have... I could read his mind. No, anyway, my dining companion had left. I, I, all I wanted in the whole world was another five dollar note. That's all I ever wanted. It's the most I'd ever wanted a five dollar note, and I couldn't come at it. You I have didn't this have funny it. idea that people are always thinking the worst possible thing that they could be thinking about you. Why would that be? What is that about? You know, and don't go back to Catholic guilt. Why not? Because it's not. It's. it's I'm just saying, the guy deserved a little bit more. I didn't even have any coin. No, but you but wanted more than anything else in your life a $5 note because you thought he was coming out the saloon doors going, oh. Well, like no, that's because... a pretty extreme version of what was probably going on. Well, look, a reason I tell you. He was you... probably going, oh, my God, somebody left a tip. <laughs> now, the reason I tell you this is tomorrow morning we've yes. got the party. Yeah. Should we set up a big tipping jar for uh, the person who's opening up the venue and serving us out? Complimentary champagne and Bloody Marys and uh, food. Do we do we expect tips from the podcast uh, fraternity? This seems like something we should be discussing in a meeting. <laughs> off air. <laughs> I thought that's right. No, what's your opinion on that? Um, mm. do you tip for complimentary drinks? It's an interesting one, isn't it? Like, well, it's but- not like when the waiter's going around an, uh, an art opening. You're not throwing a fiver on the plate every time they come around and yeah. you get your bottle of spumante. Yeah. Your glass of. Yeah. Um, come on. Opinion. You've used an opinion. I know what I know what the guy would say. Who? The barman? Yeah. It's of course. Of course what? Of course they should tip. tip. Me. Yeah. Look, I don't know. I don't know. You've I've, gone eerily silent on well, this. Well, because I'm, I, I don't know. I actually don't know. I feel like there is, first of all, the, who's, the barman's not buying the drinks. No. The barman's serving the drinks. Yes. That's what you do. The you barman pay for service. Fee. Yeah, I know. Oh, a barman fee. Forget. A barman fee. I think it's not bad, except that maybe we. Sh- I was the whole thing. The re- my hesitation was maybe we shouldn't ask everybody else to. Maybe we should <laughs> just slip him a couple of. I'm uh, trying to get out of it. Ah. Stupid. All right, Lawrence has finished chastising me for asking people to tip, so I do not tip tomorrow. So no, I apologise to our barman. That's anyway, not look. What I meant. We must move on. I think we should. Anyway, yeah. Continue. We're doing the tipping. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, yes. we talked about our bar person tomorrow. The party is tomorrow morning, ladies and gentlemen. Launch if you're party. listening to this, the launch party, stupidly small podcast, will be going live out of the Workers' Club Hotel down there on the corner of Gertrude and uh, Brunswick Street, Fitzroy. Yep. Doors open at 7. Leaping Larry L, emceeing the whole event. We're going to be asking you for your questions. We'll be recording. There'll be drinks and food and plenty of stuff going on. It'll be all over by 8.30. Come yep. down, have some breakfast on us. Come say hi. We'd love to meet you all. And it is uh, the launch of our media empire. So it'd be lovely, lovely to see you. We won't go on about it too much because a lot of you will be listening to this after the party now anyway. So we should say the party is a launch party for the Stupidly Big Media Empire. And it is tomorrow, Friday the 12th of, of December. December. <laughs> That's right. And also thank you to our sponsor this week. It's the Electric Body Wow. Skincare range. Head down to electricbody.com.au. Now, Lauren, ordinarily mm. I would not endorse a product that begins with alcohol free, but this one <laughs> is animal. They uh, don't test on animals. It's alcohol free. It's paraffin free. It's all beautiful, fresh, uh, organic. Did Para- I say paraffin? Paraffin. Oh. <laughs> it's probably paraffin free as well, but yeah. It is that. It's all natural ingredients. Yeah. It is revitalizing mm. the way we both look. In fact, it's like the uh, fabulous tale of Benjamin Button in the studio this week. <laughs> You're looking very I'm handsome coming over in, there. I might be rocking up to the pay tomorrow in a nappy at this stage because <laughs> this electric body stuff is doing things to me that uh, I have no idea. Look how good I look. You do look very, very handsome. Thank you. So electricbody.com.au, they are this week's sponsor and uh, it's a beautiful product. If you head to the website, you can shop online. Don't forget, if you're a stupidly small listener, put stupidly small in the coupon box for a 10% discount. Amazing. Okay, so thank you to them. We'll be telling you all about it tomorrow. Might even bring my little pump. Oh, no, I don't think I'll be allowed to take it out of the house. It is it is it's very popular at the moment. The Skin Elixir from <laughs> Electric Body. Thanks to those guys. And don't forget, find us on iTunes, Stupidly Small. You've already found us, but tell your friends. Yeah. And if you are listening and you enjoy it, head to the ratings. Give us a good rating if you like it. And uh, leave a comment. It really helps the podcast along. Now, Loz, what's happening? Well, I just wanted to for uh, uh, t- two things. First of all, stupidly bins today. Mm-hmm. It's a very big bin day today. Thursday. Oh, Thursday. Yeah. Think it says Wednesday. No, yeah. no. Thursday's a very big bin day. Uh, we've had uh, there's Heathmont. If you're living in Heathmont, yep. it is bin night tonight. Please do not forget to put your bins out. <laughs> uh, North Fitzroy, same thing. Yes, what? Nothing. And Carlton, same thing. Yes. So, uh, everybody in those areas, be please be reminded. Consider yourself reminded. Good. Bin Thank nights. you, Stupidly Bins. Uh, Stupidly Bins is now complete. If you'd like to uh, have your bins included, please get in touch on Facebook, Twitter, or through uh, our website or email. And for today's – now, I'm coming on board with this. Yeah, what? Finally. Today's titbit. Titbit, you say? Now, I say titbit. Because we got an email overnight from somebody who said that you've been saying tidbit. Mm-hmm. That's American. That is a... Um, Given your really? uh, linguistic refusal, your, refusic, your refusal to linguistically engage in Refusing. anything, in anything uh, American, that's just, it's, just to let you know, apparently tidbit is American and titbit is English slash Australian. Fantastic. So, there you go, titbit. Now, for today's titbit, yes. our wonderful guest uh, from earlier this week, Mel Campbell, 
um, who is talented in a range of uh, ways, mm-hmm. uh, is particularly talented when it comes to uh, remember uh, writing songs. And I'm about to play you a little song. Now, she... She wants me to say that this is like, you know, bad quality, you know, audio. So we're bringing up bad quality No, 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 bad quality audio in the sense that it could be like, you know, it's not like she was Beyonce and she had a studio in a lounge room and stuff. She has made this herself. She's cobbled it together. Now, the reason she did it is because she wanted to be more organised. Now, you know that this is one of my life aims is to be more organised and you know how often I forgot my key, forget mm-hmm. my keys. Well, yesterday I was on a tram and I said, I got on the tram, said, hello, Mel, and then got a text message and said, bye-bye, Mel, because the person that I'd just been with had my house keys. I had to get off the tram, go get them. And she oh. thinks that I'm absolutely hopeless. She is correct. She then sent me this. Now, this is to <coughs> remind you before you leave the house what you need to take with you. So we're going to go out on this stew. Mm-hmm. Nice little song from uh, Mel. And um, and I thank her very much, and I think it's extremely uh, handy. And I uh, intend to install it on my phone as a uh, ringtone. Okay, Lauren, we'll see you tomorrow at the party. Thank you so much for listening, and ciao for now. Ciao, ciao. <laughs>